Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. Something that I have been enjoying a ton lately is sitting down in my new office area grabbing an oat milk latte, and just sitting down and writing. And if I've got the time, like I do now, taking some of what I've written, things that have been inspiring me that week, and what's really on my heart to share with all of you about eating and living in balance, is recording a podcast about it and keeping it really casual like a conversation between you and me, as if you were one of the members in the Supermama Society or a girlfriend, and we can just sit down, sip a latte together, and talk about what it means to be a balanced eater. I hope through these episodes, I can really help to encourage you and inspire you to take the next step in your balanced eating journey. Okay. Let's talk today about the roles food plays. This is a concept that I introduced in my first course, Uncomplicated Eating. In order to make peace with all foods and really embrace balanced eating, it's really important to recognize the different roles that food plays in our lives. There are three main roles that food plays in our lives, and all of them are equally as important 
but they might not necessarily play equal roles at each and every meal, as you'll see as I give some examples. So today, I wanted to just share a little bit more with you. If the, For those of you who are new to the concept or who need a little bit of a refresher, and talk about why it's so important to allow food to play all three roles in our lives as balanced eaters. The three roles that food plays in our lives are nourishment, fuel, and pleasure. Food provides nourishment to our bodies. It provides energy through macronutrients, carbohydrates, protein, and fat, all of which are essential for optimum bodily functioning, as well as micronutrients, vitamins and minerals essential for cellular function and protection, antioxidants and other phytochemicals for immune support, pre- and probiotics for gut health, water for hydration and cellular balance, and so much more. We would not survive without food, and we wouldn't thrive without nourishing food. Food is also our body's main source of fuel or energy, like I just mentioned. Specifically, carbohydrates and fat provide energy for our body to perform. Protein plays a lesser role in energy and a larger role in building and maintaining bodily structures, but we cannot live on water alone as much as water is essential. We need food for energy. And yes, this energy is measured in calories, which is the estimated amount of energy a food provides. But this is not the whole story. Food also provides pleasure. If food only provided nourishment and fuel, we wouldn't have taste buds. We were divinely designed to enjoy our food. Food provides us with nourishment and fuel, but it's also a pleasurable, joyful experience if we allow it to be. Oftentimes, women are scared to enjoy foods that taste good for fear that they won't be able to stop eating. But if we are truly enjoying our food, if food is satisfying, if we're eating it guilt-free, we'll quickly find that food tastes better because we appreciate it more. We can enjoy the experience of eating because we don't feel bad about it, and therefore, the experience, even though it's a short-lived experience, is a more robust experience, and we don't feel the need to continually shove our faces whenever we allow ourselves pseudo permission to eat food that is pleasurable because we're so afraid that we won't be able to experience that pleasure from food again. When you are eating wrapped in fear and anxiety or guilt or shame, then this is not a pleasurable experience around food and our bodies will search for that pleasure from food in one way or another. Eating in freedom is supposed to be joyful. It's supposed to be pleasurable. So what tends to go wrong is when we allow food to only serve one of those roles. For instance, if we are focused only on calories or macronutrients and we are only focusing on the fuel role that food plays, oftentimes we are missing out on the nourishment and the pleasure roles that food plays. We know that food provides nourishment to our bodies, but when we're only focusing on those big numbers like the macronutrients, the carbs, the fat, and the protein, and we're not looking to make sure that we're including some foods that are nutrient-dense, it's really easy to eat in a way that I used to when I was focusing only on fuel and tracking my macros and eating things like fat-free strawberry cream cheese and plain rice cakes, which have little to no nutrient density in them, but I was just trying to hit my macros. Hey mama, it's Chris, and we need to talk. Because something I've been seeing coming up over and over again is this idea that balanced eating is impossible, or it's only for a certain type of person. Balance without following a plan just doesn't work for me. I need structure. 
But what we know from research and what I know from working with women for the past six years as a holistic health and nutrition coach is that structure is only one part of the equation and plans don't last. What I see most women struggle with isn't following the plan, it's what to do after. And so they jump from plan to plan, trying to find the one that sticks, when really, if they stopped jumping and actually started establishing habits, creating the right routines and ditching the on-again, off-again cycle, they would actually find balance without stress. And this is why I created my brand new mini course, Balanced Eating Essentials. I talk a lot on this podcast about ditching diets and tuning into our intuition, but I started continually seeing women struggle with the after. How do I bring in healthy routines and habits without just falling into a pattern of dieting again? How do I eat in a way that is nourishing but delicious, flexible, energizing, and dare I say, balanced? Balanced Eating Essentials is a mini course designed to teach you just that. It's centered around the seven essential habits that you need to become a balanced eater, broken up into doable, actionable steps in a mobile-friendly format with bonuses like over 100 balanced meal ideas, plus recipes, guides to eat balanced on the go and with a family, how to snack in a way that's balanced, and how to apply the seven habits to your everyday life. This is designed to be a course you come back to anytime you need a refresher on how simple and actionable balance can be. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash B-E-E to join and get $20 off for a limited time. Okay, on to the show. Food does not need to be just about nourishment, but we do need to consider nourishment when it comes to having a balanced relationship with food. At the same time, when we're only focusing on fuel, then we are clearly not focusing on pleasure. And like I talked about, if we are not experiencing pleasure from food on a regular basis, when food isn't satisfying, we are going to search for that satisfaction eventually. So whether it is overeating on a cheat day and having this kind of on again, off again relationship with food or trying to save up our calories during the day and then overeating at nighttime, whatever it might be. If we are not allowing ourselves to not only fuel our bodies, but also nourish our bodies and allow food to be pleasurable, then we are out of balance. Same thing goes when we are only focusing on nourishment. So the extreme of this would be orthorexia, where you are so, so focused on eating healthfully, um, either it's eating clean or eating in a particular way for your health. We want to include health in our balanced eating. But if we are only focusing on everything needs to be perfect, everything needs to be super clean, everything needs to be nutrient dense, sometimes we're under fueling. This happens often. And then again, we don't have the pleasure from the food because we're only focusing on the nutrient density. And this often causes causes diet backlash as well. And lastly, imagine what would happen if we only focused on food for pleasure. We want food to be pleasurable. We want it to be satisfying. But if you only ever ate brownies and cookies and pizza all day long, first of all, you probably wouldn't feel very good. And that's why we know that when you have freedom with food, your body signals to you when you've had too much of a certain type of food. But you are also missing out on fueling your body and nourishing your body well. So a truly balanced relationship with food comes with honoring all three roles that food plays. And this is something that I talk about as one of the seven habits of becoming a balanced eater in my new Balanced Eating Essentials mini course. 
Balanced Eating Essentials is all about learning how to eat without rules, restrictions, or boring, uninspiring meals. This is the how to eat in a way that is nourishing but delicious, flexible, and balanced. It's a mini course, it's affordable, but it's information packed. And it's all about the seven habits that you need to become a balanced eater, including things like learning your internal cues, figuring out what meals are satisfying, learning the routines that you need to put in place in order to make balanced eating easy, create a balanced plate that isn't restrictive, and so, so much more. It is short and sweet actionable, and life-changing if you want to know exactly how to eat without restriction and learn how to eat in a way that honors all three roles that food plays. If you want to learn how to embrace some balance and eat and live in a way that makes you feel healthy and energized and have all of the freedom in the world to enjoy the foods you love, then I want you to join me. I could not be more excited to share this information with the world because I think that it is so important that we reframe our mindset around balance and we allow ourselves to be intuitive eaters that have a balanced mindset around food. So all of this being said, a really, really simple practice that you can put in place when you are deciding if food is serving all three roles, is simply to ask yourself the question at your next couple of meals. What roles is this meal playing for me? Is this providing fuel? Is this providing nourishment? Is this providing pleasure? Not every meal is going to be a meal that provides nourishment, fuel, and pleasure. Some meals are just fuel. Some meals are just, I need to grab this thing and eat it and get out the door because I'm hungry and I know it's better to honor my body than to not. Some meals are primarily for nourishment or some parts of meals, right? Where you're like, I don't really want a super veggie heavy meal, but I haven't eaten veggies in a while. So I'm going to choose the veggie that I like and put it on my plate and eat as much as feels good. Okay, sometimes we make choices for nourishment and there is nothing wrong with that. That's part of being a balanced eater. And sometimes there are meals that are just straight up for pleasure and that is okay too. Where we become imbalanced is where we are only eating for fuel, we are only eating for nourishment, or we are only eating for pleasure. So if your next few meals, you're like, man, every single meal I have eaten in the last week is a meal for pleasure and I'm kind of missing some nutrients and I'm not really fueling my body well, I feel hungry on a constant basis, then maybe you need to make some gentle adjustments to eat in a way that serves all three roles. And if you're just focusing on fuel and you're really not enjoying your meals on a regular basis, this is a really good way to ask yourself, how can I make my meals more satisfying. If you're struggling with something like maybe overeating at night or on the weekends, this is a really, really good question to ask. Is there pleasure in my meals? Am I just eating meals because they're in front of me? Am I rushing around? Am I not allowing myself the space to choose meals that would be satisfying? Same thing goes if we're feeling really low energy, if our digestion is off, if we're just kind of feeling icky on a regular basis, but we know that we're fueling ourselves and we're eating food that tastes good, it might be the time to look at how we're nourishing our body through food. Are there gentle adjustments you could make to maybe include some pre and probiotics for 
gut health. Or maybe make sure that you're eating vegetables several times a day to get in those B vitamins for a little bit more energy. There's so many things that could contribute to low energy. That's just one very simple example. If you're constantly getting sick, how can you maybe add in some immune boosters? Balance is about adding, not subtracting. How can you bring in the things that you need to create more balance. I talk about all of this in Balanced Eating Essentials. I am so excited that it is out in the world and so many of you have already jumped in in order to start to learn the essentials for becoming a truly balanced eater. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for sharing this little pocket of time with me today and I will talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.